0: life center worship spirit of revival on victory 91.5 it's Corey haynes i am here talking to our general manager about pentecost which this is something that is it still applies for today? This is something that the Holy Spirit wants to do in our hearts and our That's lives, right. it's not just for yesterday, long ago. Actually, Pentecost begins tonight. Some people will celebrate it tonight through tomorrow, on all the way through Saturday. Some will on Pentecost Sunday, on Sunday. However, you slice it, it is a day and a, a moment and a point in time that God has said, Come and celebrate. It's when He wants you to draw near so he can fill you with his power so he can pour out on you a, so it's a an amazing day a, a beautiful appointed time a you feast of the lord and uh, we're giving you a very different perspective i always teach uh, in probably in unusual ways and usually i look at each festival according to the year that we're in we're in the year 5780 and we're going to do that Uh, some as we get to that one as well. But right now we're looking back over since March, Purim, Passover, Second Passover, and Pentecost. Those are the four feasts. And do they line up with this little glimpse of the end times of the four horsemen? And are we seeing something? Is this what you've been going through more than just a, a bunch of people and politicians and medical people making strange decisions in the world, suffering and a virus attacking? Does this come from somewhere else? Is this bigger than what you thought it might be? So uh, one of the places and ways to look at that is through each one of these horsemen and seals. And the second horseman would have coordinated with passover and with the the second passover one of the second horsemen brought was the power to take peace from the earth and you know boy that one just kind of stood out to me so my question to look at in this moment is why were the second seal and the horseman at Passover if they were? The meaning of Hebrew letters comes from the first time they're used in scripture. The first use of the letter pay, that 80, 5780 in the Torah is Gen- Genesis 411 when Cain kills Abel. It says this, now you are cursed because of the ground which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. So the mouth was the, the grave. So mouth is a grave there's death and curses and a last breath uh so passover this year was very significant because pay is the first letter of pay which is passover and it's all about death and graves so we knew last year coming in that this year would be filled with a lot of death and graves but of course we had no idea i, I couldn't even comprehend it but as I began looking from another perspective from the end times and looked at the second horseman and said, the power to take peace from the earth, that is the spirit of fear, if there ever was. Gideon was raising an army of only those called by God. And here's what he said, now announced to the army, anyone who trembles with fear may turn back and leave Mount Gilead. So 22,000 left, while well, 10,000 remained. You know, the spirit of fear causes you to not walk in the calling of God. yeah. But to back. You ever had that happen where you just couldn't, yeah, I don't think I want to do that. Definitely. That's the spirit of fear. The spirit of fear cost Israel the promised land and the right to live up to the calling. Here's what it said in Deuteronomy, but you are when they were standing at the edge of the promised land after they were brought out of Egypt and got all prepared for a, over a year. But you are unwilling to go up. Our brothers have made our hearts melt in fear. They say the people are stronger and taller than us. The cities are large with walls up to the sky. We even saw the An- Anakites, the giants there. And I said, you do not be terrified. Do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God is going before you. will fight for you as he did in Egypt before your very eyes and in the wilderness. There you saw how the Lord your God carried you as a father, carries his son all the way you went until you reach this place in spite of this you did not trust in the lord your god that's deuteronomy one now i'm bringing this to you because is this what's going on on our earth because as you look at people maybe you is the spirit of fear become the dominant force in your life because if you are a christian if you are the church of the living god this is something you've got to look at God is raising up an army, not just without fear themselves, but those who can inspire others. Listen to Deuteronomy 20. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. And then the officers added, is anyone afraid or faint-hearted? Let him go home so that his fellow soldiers will not become disheartened too. And when the officers have finished speaking to the army, they shall appoint commanders over it. See, here's the thing. They were going to go into war. And the last thing they wanted is people that were terrified because it makes everybody else scared. And the last thing you want is people surrendering to the enemy. You want them to fight and kill and destroy the enemy. And so what we've seen in this particular season in time is the church, Christians, people in general, being so covered in fear. What motivates our actions? Safety, wisdom, obedience? Well, we'll all discover soon. I don't want to throw stones, but if you've run with a footman and they've wearied you how can you contend with the horses if in the land of peace in which you trusted they wearied you how will you do in the floodplain of the jordan see the thing is if if these if this little test has wearied you how are you going to make it to the next step Mm. that's why there may be a time where you have to choose differently is it caution wisdom or is it fear therefore i remind you to stir up the gift of god which is in you through the laying on my hands for god has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and a sound mind everyone experiences fear but there's a fear that literally overcomes you that comes from the demon the spirit of fear the spirit is opposed to god in his kingdom if you entertain him he will control your heart and mind your courage and decision making the Bible says this in Philippians, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whenever things are true and noble, whatever things are just and pure, whatever things are lovely, or good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. It also goes on to say in Revelation 21, and this one's what really always pushes my button and and concerns me. But the cowardly, that word is delios. It means dread, timid, fearful, or faithless. If you ever wondered, he said the fearful, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, all liars, they will be consigned to the lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. And that particular word, delios, shows up in two other places. It's When Jesus is with the disciples, are crossing the Sea of Galilee. And we've been on that and during the midst of a storm. It can be a little bit scary. And so they all woke him up and said, what, what, what in the world? And he woke up and he got up and he said, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? But they were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the winds and waves obey him. Also, it appears in Hebrews 10... As Christians, we're called to suffer and never adjust our calling to fear. But here's what it says. Remember those early days after you received the light, that is, Jesus, when you endured in a great conflict of suffering? Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insults and persecution. Other times you stood by, side by side with those who were so treated. You suffered along with those in prison and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property because you knew that you yourselves had better and lasting possessions. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you receive what he has promised. I believe in the whole heart that one of the greatest concerns over this entire pandemic is if the church decides to be fearful, if the church does, stops being the church. You know, we can't uh, hide in homes. We can't hide behind masks. We can't do any other things because we are the church of the living God. We've got to be different. We've got to stand out. Coming up next, we are going to look at that third horseman. That's for second Passover, and it deals with the economy. And this is getting ready to talk about Pentecost as we prepare and uh, examine the precious. We have Rhett Walker's song "Believer" coming up after we hear word from our morning show partner. We appreciate the financial support.